0: In this episode of the business of e-commerce, I talk with Chris Jones about the three steps to grow your Instagram followers. This is a business of e-commerce episode 90. Today's episode is sponsored by drip drip. is the world's first e-commerce CRM and a tool that I personally use for email marketing and automation. Now, if you're ever in an e-commerce store, you need to give Drip a try and here's why. Drip offers one click integrations, for both Shopify and Magento. There's robust segmentation, personalization, and revenue dashboards to give you an overview of how your automation emails are performing. One of my favorite features of drip is the visual workflow builder. It gives you a super easy way to build out your automation rules visually and see the entire process. It lets you get started quickly, but also build very complex automation rules. It's powerful, but also easy to learn. Unlike a lot of email tools that offer the same type of automation to get a demo of drip today, you can go head over to drip.com slash BOE. That's drip.com slash BOE. Now onto the show. Welcome to the business of e-commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start launch and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Plesky, and I'm here today with Chris Jones. Chris coaches e-commerce retailers on how to create a world-class store and build a sophisticated marketing operation without spending a ton of money. I asked Chris in the show today to chat about how you can Grow your Instagram followers. So hey Chris, how you doing today? I'm awesome. How are you, man? I'm <laughs> doing good. I uh I love the topic, kinda growing Instagram. I feel like that's one of the channels that's just performing like crazy right now. Um so yeah, I'd love sure. to dig into it. So you Yeah, for sure. You were saying before the call, you coach people, um and you kinda have this three step process on how to grow your Instagram followers, right?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh it's something that we do in an accelerator style course. And, uh, it's, uh, super accountable and specific. Uh, there's a lot of crap out there where people teach, you know, engage with people, post good pictures, which, you know, duh, but it doesn't really lead to anything specific that a normal person or somebody's listening to this podcast could do to grow their Instagram. And so, um, I've kind of uh, dialed it all in and, and have broken it down into a couple of steps that I use when I'm growing my own accounts and, uh, when I'm helping students. Um, or even when I'm consulting for a business that's hired me.
0: Okay, cool. So are these, so let's say you have a Instagram account now with some followers, does it apply or is this like starting from scratch or does it work
1: in bold? Uh, so it could work for, it could work. Uh, so I start them from scratch all the time and I've grown from scratch to 10,000 followers in a couple of months. And, uh, and then I've also helped, um, students who after years in, or probably two years of growing, maybe they were at like 12,000. Um, but they really had hit a ceiling and, uh, over the next nine months we grew them to 150,000. So it works either or.
0: Okay, cool. So, Cause the one thing before we get into it, the one thing I love about Instagram and it's the, the one medium with marketing that you can just, you can just post a hundred times a day and people like it. Like, <laughs> like if you, <laughs> it's true. Like if I sent, it's like, true. if I hit the, if you like email the email list a hundred times a day, Every, like 100 people would unsubscribe on like day one. But if you Instagram, you could literally post a 100 times a day and nobody cares. It's the oddest thing. Like people will actually engage with you more. It's like the one medium that allows you to do that, which is really unique. Even Facebook, if you posted 20 times a day, everyone would unfollow you. But Instagram, they actually somehow it increases followers. It's bizarre. So anyway, that's my yeah absolutely. That's my odd love of Instagram. No, I
1: love it because riffing on what you just said, I love it because it's the one – uh, social media platform where there's like a direct result of the effort that you put into it. So I, I sucked at sports when I was a kid. Um, when I, when I grew up, I got into endurance sports. And one of the things I loved about running marathons or, uh, doing triathlons is that your results in that sport were directly proportional to the amount of effort that you put into it. So if you train for 40 hours a week, you got really fast. Um whereas the the same isn't true of say golf or tennis, right? There's a lot of technique involved, but Instagram is kind of like the endurance sport of uh of social media platforms. You put in effort, you're gonna get a direct result. Mm, I like that, And usually pretty quickly. Yeah,
0: totally agree. All right. So get started on the steps. What would you kinda step one, what do you do?
1: So step one, most people wanna skip past. Step one is getting your uh content plan in place. So because Instagram is designed to be an on the go social media platform where for, for years it was impossible to post from anything except for your phone. Now they've kind of opened that up a little bit, but uh, because it's on the go, um, most people thought that they had to generate new content all the time, every single day. And there is a place for generating content, but if you're going to grow it um, and you're going to grow it effectively um, and systematically, uh, then your content has to be systematic as well. So the first thing that I always um, explain to people is I, I basically break it down. You want uh, five, five content categories. So five different styles of posts and they could be anything from, um, memes. In fact, on my website, I publish a list of them, but memes, uh, you know, inspiration, uh, uh, uh customer testimonials. So I'm specifically dealing with like e-commerce brands, testimonials, um, you know, lifestyle picks, whatever the, whatever the case is. So you want to choose your, your content categories and you want to post, um, I say no less than once a day. Um, like you said, uh, you, really want to um, you know post as much as possible. Um, you could post one to three times a day, a lot more than that, and it's going to become time consuming. And here's what I see. Most people spend 80% of their time on Instagram trying to come up with good content or posting good content. And they spend like 20% of their time on growing their Instagram. And I think it should be the other way around. So I think you should spend 20% of your time on getting your content in place and you spend 80% of your time going out and engaging with people and growing. And um, so in order to do that, you have to get a specific plan place where you're posting in specific content, what I call buckets. So you want to, okay, here's my inspiration bucket, and I'm going to fill this up throughout the month. And then at the beginning of each month, I'm going to use an app like Later to book it all out in advance. And I'm not going to look at my stats. I'm not going to look at my content. I'm not going to constantly check my own page 100 times a day. I'm going to spend the time that I'm investing in Instagram, I'm going to spend it on growing the Instagram. Does it make sense? I like are When you said those uh, five categories, what are those? So, uh, categories are different for, so I actually, um, was, uh, was teaching this lesson this morning on an accelerator call. And, um, so I, I was dealing with a student who's selling a, um, a health product. Um, I can't get more specific than that, but selling a health product. And so, um, we basically started by going back through her Instagram and, uh, seeing what posts had performed well in the past and boiled that down into a category. So one post, um, that it was a product that was, would help your hair. And so one type of post that performed well every single time that she did it was posting natural, uh, pictures, like raw, supernatural pictures of girls' hair. And so that was one con- content category. Okay. And, uh, that's kind of like a behind the scenes. Uh, that's what I would call that content bucket. Um, another type of, uh, post that performed well every single time was her packaging is really good for her product. And so anytime she, um, did a post that put her, uh, packaging on display, um, great engagement. So we went and we decided that was going to be one of our buckets. And so We went through one through five and picked five content categories or buckets that she could fill up with, you know, six to 12 posts every single, every single month. And now our assignment is once a month, she's got to go into later and book all of her content in advance. So she doesn't have to think about it again. And now all month she's free to focus on like the growth tactics that we use. Okay. So these buckets are very specific to your business. Cause if you are, you know, Helpful, Absolutely. Know, so like, like I said, I – yeah. So I do publish a list on my on my website. So if you were to check out unoboy.com, my blog, I post some of the different uh, content categories I've used for my own brands in the past. But they would be things like memes. Memes are super shareable. So you're going to increase engagement that way. They would be things like uh, inspiration. So flat lays or like let's say you sold apparel. You could do like outfit inspiration. Um, or if you sold a travel related product, like one of my students does right now, then you could post like travel inspiration type. So that would be like inspo. And, uh, there's a whole list of them. Um, but you could get them on, uh, Unaboy. And you just want to choose five that fit your business and get super specific about it and tactical. And, uh, then fill those buckets up with content. I generally set aside one Saturday at the beginning of the month, schedule out all the content. And, uh, and some of it can be, uh, user generated. Some of it can be generated by you yourself. And then a lot of it can be, Curated, so Instagram is the one social media platform where people don't care if you steal their content. Now, I always give credit, so you could just tag them with photo credit at the bottom of the caption. But it's the one social media platform where people love when you steal their content. So I always use the content that's already performing well on Instagram. Got it. Okay,
0: so very specific business. I, I like that because if you're, um you know, there's certain there's certain products that you can give the hair photo or you can give the packaging photo. But if you're selling, I don't know, some like accounting product, that sort of thing. It might not look so cool. So you may need to think some different like inspiration or that sort of thing. Um, so it's really very proud.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then with the content calendar, that helps. I think that's where most people skip, like you said, that step. And that's where most people then like just like a month into it trip and fall right where they're trying to just come up every day and then something happens, like life gets in the way or something business gets away the and they just don't post for that week. And then they skip the next week and then it just falls off and it's over. So having that process in place, that helps.
1: Yeah. And the content is the real reason why anybody follows you on Instagram in the first place. Um, And when we talk about growth hacking and like growth techniques, it's the thing that we always skip over um, because not everyone can have the greatest content on earth. Right. But if I were to send you a hundred thousand new pairs of eyeballs tomorrow to your Instagram page, right? But your content sucked, you wouldn't capture any of them as followers. So the reason why that's step number one of the three steps that I use to grow an Instagram account is that before we start, uh, you know, growing your page views, uh, growing your traffic, you have to have decent content or no one's going to, no one's going to give a crap. No one's going to follow you anyway.
0: Got it. Would you have kind of a I'm trying to think how to word it? some period before you actually try to grow the followers, some period of just producing content with the assumption, no one's really going not many people going to see this like would you put like would you just say let's just dedicate like two months of just we're just going to crank out posts and not really even promote it for us or what would you do there
1: so um any day that you're not growing your instagram and trying to get new followers is a day you can never get back so i always recommend that you start both at the same time um get your content going and as soon as you have one post you can start using some of the growth techniques that we'll talk about in a minute um, just cuz you can never get that time back um, you know, so start growing right away. Understand that obviously your, your following rate or the, or the, the opt-in rate, so to speak, um, is going to be slower at first because people are going to get to your page and be like, well, this person doesn't produce any content or they're brand new, or you don't have any of that social proof, right? So you the rate at which people follow you will be slower at first, but it'll pick up steam as, as you fill out your content. But, um, you know, even if you gain one follower in your, you know, in your first couple of weeks, um, it was worth it to to go ahead and start, you know, engaging with people using some of the other growth techniques. So I say start both right away. Okay.
0: So get the content in place. Get use. You, you mentioned uh, later that I'm assuming does Instagram like calendar, uh, future posting sort of thing. So get all that in place.
1: Yeah. So later, actually, um, in the last year, has um, uh, established an official partnership with Instagram, where not only is it a calendar, but they will actually post for you. So you can literally book everything in advance. And never touch your own Instagram page. It'll it'll post for you. Um, it'll add the hashtags. It'll do everything that you want um, automatically. And you can schedule in advance from your computer. Yeah, we use
0: HubSpot here for that. Um, same deal. Okay, It cool. literally has a, a calendar you look at, and you can see which ones Instagram is kind of, you know, what, what days of the week an Instagram post is going out. And like you said, you can do it from the computer. And the nice part is you can have multiple users. So it's not like you have to, like, give, like, hands on your phone and be like, I'll oh, log in with, with your phone you <laughs> right, can just exactly. log in an spot and just, you know, queue them all up for the month, which is fantastic. So highly recommend using something like that. Um, okay. So then step two, after you have your content in place, what's next?
1: So once you have your, uh, content in place, you want to start uh, phase one of your growth and that's just old school engagement. Um, so there's two steps to this. I would start by just going out and engaging with people who are likely to be interested in what you're doing. So, Back to the um, health product, the hair product that I just mentioned with a student earlier. Um, I would go out and find people who follow my competitors um, or people who post in a specific hashtag that relates to hair health. So people that I know are my target clientele. And I would just go engage with them. So there's three ways to engage with somebody on Instagram and get them to see one of those little... Um, addictive little, uh, red notifications when you log in and you got a new like, or you got a new follower, you got a new comment, right? So you can like, follow or comment some on somebody's account. Um, and that's how you basically tap them on the shoulder, get them to turn around and look at you and then potentially win them as a follower. Right? So the easiest way is just go old school and spend a couple of hours a day. Um, just engaging with different, um, uh, users in who post on certain hashtags or like I said, uh, followers of your direct competitors, or even, it doesn't have to be a direct competitor, it could just be somebody who's in a shoulder business who sells to your exact same clientele, right? And so you could just literally go down the list, check out their most recent pace, post, hit like, leave a nice comment, and maybe even follow them, okay? And you can always unfollow them later, but the point is, get their attention so they come to your page, see what you're up to, and decide whether they wanna follow you back or not, okay? Yeah, and that's a
0: good one because if you're, Um, on the other end, right, let's say you have, you know, there's folks out there that have a hundred thousand followers. They're probably not getting so excited when that little red light is lit up. But if you find someone that has, you know, a hundred followers, every time someone follows them, they look at you, like you basically, it's like a hundred percent guarantee that you like them. They're going to check out your page. So at minimum, if they don't follow you back, they're at least going to look at your page. Like it's and every one of us that, you know, I don't have a ton of Instagram followers personally. And I just know when someone does like something. I don't even know who that person is. I checked them out just to see like, who are you and why do you do this? So yeah, totally agree with that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So then second, second part of that after you
1: kind of start engaging with some folks. So, exactly. So once you start engaging with people, the second phase of engagement um, would be to automate it so you can do a lot more of it while you focus on running your business. So there's a couple of ways you can, you can automate, you could get uh, a virtual assistant. Um, of course, the struggle with that is you have to let some, you have to trust somebody with your, with your account. Um, it can be expensive. Um, if you're, especially if you're stateside, um, uh, you know, versus outsourcing to, uh, you know, another country, um, and get whatever that behavior was that's winning you the most amount of followers. So whether it's leaving a comment or liking or, or following people, you get somebody to do that for you, you know, eight hours a day. And then the other option would be to use some type of software. Um, that comes with a caveat though. If you're on Instagram at all, you know that there's tons of people doing tons of sketchy stuff with what are known as bots. And um, I really dislike that. So um, if you use any type of automatic or, or automated software, I always recommend that you be responsible with it. So I only ever automate um, activity that I do manually and that I know gets a great response from people. Right. So I only want to be producing value on Instagram. I don't just want to be spamming people to death. And so, if you decide to use some kind of automation software, there's lots out there, like Tailwind, or, or I think there's one called Kanban or something like that. But anyway, you can you can you can look it up, and you can find something that will work for you, and you can schedule out, and you can get it to abide by certain rules, the same way that you would if you were on Instagram doing the doing the activity yourself. Um, but what it allows you to do is it frees you up, and it does it for eight hours a day. When you know I don't have the attention span to do it for eight hours a day, but it does it for me. Um, but like I said. Use responsibly. Don't be a spammer. You get yourself kicked off at Instagram or you'll just piss a lot of people off even if your account is safe. Okay, so use it responsibly, but it's a way that you can do what, you know, I can handle doing one to two hours a day. Um, it'll do it for an additional eight to 10 hours a day for me and allows me to grow my following a lot faster.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good public service announcement. I feel like a lot of people, they hear that and they instantly just try to, you know, they go from automate to like spam very quickly. And it's an important difference right where you're not just going out there and like blasting the world because we all get those too, where it's like a uh i don't know scandally clad female and they're kind of just liking random pages and you're like okay i i get what you're trying to do but it's it's ridiculous but okay um yeah versus actually people that are you know somewhat related to your industry and then that's different where you know okay if i'm in you know hunting and fishing and this person is has a page about hunting and fishing, it kind of makes sense and it kind of goes together versus just like the blasting, like,
1: you know, random people, that sort of thing. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then when it comes to commenting, instead of saying, you know, nice pick or, you know, great job or some kind of random spam. Um, I actually teach again, you can find this. There's a guy on my blog that actually teaches how to write a great comment that is 100% appropriate 100% of the time. Because you know that's the other thing is you end up liking a picture um, from somebody's funeral and you're like great job love this photo or <laughs> you know or you know what an awesome time and it's somebody's funeral right yeah. so you look like you look like a like a you know an a hole so i i teach this on my blog a little bit more in depth cuz it can be tricky but um, there's a way to engage with people so that they are 100% happy to hear from you every time so first get targeted make sure that you're targeting the right type of people based on who they follow or what type of hashtags they post in. But then like be a real person and, you know, don't just be a, you know, a, a bot spammer.
0: So how would you, if you want to automate that though, how would you, how would you give that to a VA or whoever it is that's doing eight hours a day? And how would you instruct them, you know, not to comment on that
1: funeral pack? Yes. Yeah, so one really, e- and this sounds silly, but one really easy trick is make sure that whatever, whatever comment you're leaving, Um, do not ever reference the specific picture because it's more about an effective automation strategy is more about finding the right type of people. They don't care which picture you comment on. Right. So I always set a rule where I just comment on the most recent picture, whatever it is, whether it's a funeral or a birth or, (laughs) or whatever it is. And, uh, and then I don't ever reference the specific picture. I just let them know how I found them, which is super important. So I found them through a hashtag or I found them because we both follow X, right? So a specific account. And um, and so I do different things. So I might ask them a simple question like, hey, have you ever heard of, um, you know, whatever? Or um, I always, um, one of my most effective posts ever uh, or comments ever for generating sales was uh, with my athletic apparel brand. Um, I would leave a comment that said, Hey, found you through the say, um, hashtag back squat hashtag. So like, you know, a uh, you know, a workout thing or an athletic thing. And then it would say, um, just a hunch, but you might dig our, um, our flagship universe pants. So it was a pant, a pair of pants that we sold for the gym, um, that people just really loved. And 98% of the time they would reply to the comments and say, Hey, I just checked out your Instagram and you're, you're right. I totally love them. Sometimes they would reply and say, Hey, I just actually just placed an order. Um, and so that was a great comment at just getting a conversation started. And of course, 2% of the time they would say, actually, I just checked it out and, uh, no, I actually hate them. And that was fine too. Well, right? I mean, the fact you're getting, if you get any
0: engagement, it's better than silence, right? That's the the worst thing is getting nothing. So either like, or yeah, hate, absolutely. but yeah, just getting engagement is kind of the big thing there. I think just linking up that, I like what you said about not coming in on the picture. Cause that makes it a lot easier. Like if they're posting on you know, back squat or whatever that is, you just know there's certain things about that. And most likely it's not the funeral picture. It's something athletic related. So it very easily kind of makes sense, um, but it doesn't need to be. So yeah, I like that. That's a good tip right there. People should definitely uh, note that one. All right, so then step three. So let's say you're out there every day you have someone cranking away, eight hours commenting, liking. Um, what do you do from there? And
1: you start actually getting- yeah, to the so, page. yeah, so you can gain- if you're doing things correctly, following the tips that we just talked about, you can gain anywhere from one thousand to two thousand new followers um, per month just from an awesome engagement strategy where you're just going out, tapping people on the shoulder, giving them the little red um, you know blinking icon or whatever, the little notification icon, and getting them to come back to your page. And of course, if you're posting great content, some of them are gonna follow you, right? So you can gain around one to two thousand new followers per month when that strategy is hitting on all cylinders, right? But you're going to hit a ceiling. Like you can't gain more than that because you can only engage with so many people per day, right? So there's certain limits on Instagram. Um, even if you were to do it manually and to not use any kind of software, you can't go out and like, like a hundred pictures in five minutes, right? You could physically do it, but Instagram stop, you'd get this little message. It's like, Hey, stop liking so many pictures, right? So you're going to hit a ceiling. And so if you want to grow faster than that, so when I talked about the student that grew from around like 12,000 followers when they started working with me, 250,000 in nine months. If you did the math in your head, you know that you can't get 150,000 followers in nine months while only growing at 1,000 followers per month. So how do you unlock that next level of growth? Um, and uh, it's basically just partnerships. So a lot of people um, would call this like influencer marketing. Um, but I like to think of it more in terms of partnership. So when it's social media, we always call it an influencer. Um, But you know, influencer is just a new buzzword that's been invented in the last uh, three to five years. Um, But really, it's just a it's just a fancy name for a partnership. So I like to think of partnerships in terms of uh, like becoming the opening act for somebody else. So you take somebody else that already has the attention of the audience that you want, and you get them to promote you. And there's a couple of different ways you can do that. So You could do it um, through trade. So you can say, Hey, if, if it's somebody who's in the same neighborhood size as you, you can say, Hey, look, I'll do a great shout out for you. If you do a great shout out for me, Um, people underestimate how effective that can be. Right. So it's a lot of work, but if you're willing to do that and trade shout outs with people, you know, three times a week for six months straight, I guarantee you will gain, um, you know, an additional 10 to 15,000 followers that you weren't going to gain before. I guarantee, like, I don't even care what size you're starting at. If you would just go out and find people who are in the same category as you are in the same industry who are around your same size and write a great pitch uh, either email or direct message and say hey I would love to exchange shout outs so we can both grow followers you'd be amazed at how many you can now yeah you're only you're only getting you know one to 200 followers each time it happens but as you move up in the world the people that you can trade with you know are also at a higher level right so maybe in the beginning you're only trading with people who have 500 followers. Right? But once you start moving up in the world, you start trading with people who have 10,000 followers, 20, you know, 30, 50, you can actually gain a ton of new followers every time you, you trade. right? So that's a free strategy is just become the opening act for somebody who already has the attention of the audience you want. And then um, if you're an e-commerce brand, you can actually start working on collaborations with influencers. So anybody that has 10,000 followers or more um, could review your product online and do a great promotion for you. Um, would generally be worth the cost of whatever it was to send them that product, right? Um, so you can just basically set up, uh, partnerships with, uh, or collaborations with, uh, influencers with 10k followers or more. And you can do this, you know, 20 times a month, 50 times a month, however many, is, however many pitch emails you can write out, um, or to send out every month, um, you can hook up with these people. And, uh, this is going to really unlock the growth. So when you're doing engagement, you're only engaging with maybe, you know, five thousand people per month that could potentially follow you, and you're only getting one thousand of them to actually hit the hit the follow button. When you're getting other people to promote you to their audiences, and their audiences are one thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, okay, there's no limit to how many people or how many eyeballs you can get on your Instagram page every month.
0: So, are you talking about is it the influencer technique sending products to them and having them uh, create a link back to your site or a link back to your page? How would you actually? Like what would they be promoting specifically? Your Instagram or your products?
1: Um, so I normally do. I normally want them to promote my product, and the reason why is I want the promotion to pay for itself. So even if your product only costs, like, say, like you know, like twenty bucks, is your dead boss in it, and then you pay five dollars ship. Even if it only costs you twenty five dollars, um, you're going to end up going in a massive hole just to look cool on Instagram. Um, And I don't think like if you're not getting a positive ROI, then I don't think that you should be doing it no matter how many followers you got. So I always want the promotion to at least pay for itself with sales. And so I get them to promote a product, but generally I will also get them to um, ask their followers to come and follow me at the same time. Um, So you want to get really specific. A lot of people are thinking, oh, okay, influencer marketing, um, you know, you, you know, okay, Einstein, Like you're not the first person who said that. It really is about getting systematic about it. So I share a, um, and if you want, we could actually post a link to it in the, in the show notes, but I share a calculator to figure out exactly how many influencer partners you need in order to hit whatever your, whatever your following goal is. And then um, it's about getting systematic with when they post. And it's also about being consistent. So a lot of people could get one person to promote you and you got 200 new followers, big deal, right? So you're 200 followers richer, but it's not going to really unlock the kind of growth that you want until you get consistent with it. You know, what if you were to do one of those um, every single day, right? So that's 200 new followers a day. That's 6,000 a month. Um, Yeah. 6,000 a month. Um, And that's only working with smaller influencers. Once you move up into the big leagues, you could, you could do 60,000 a month. Okay. So it's about being consistent and um, getting a specific result from people. So here's the other thing. People send out product all the time to Instagram influencers. They get really frustrated Because the person either never posts or when they do, they just tag you, but they don't really say anything good about the product. They just say, you know, thanks so much for the free product or whatever. Um, and that sucks. It's not going to get you any more followers. It's not going to get you any more sales. Okay. So when I get somebody who wants to review the product or wants to get something for free, I always send them what I call my kickoff document. That's another thing that we could share in the show notes if you wanted to. Um, but it's a kickoff document where I tell them what's expected of them as an influencer partner. Um, so I want a specific post and I'll actually write out some example captions that they could use and just copy and paste. And people love when you do the work for them, by the way, it, it virtually guarantees that not only are they going to post because it's, it's no work. You did all the hard work for them, but they're going to, they're going to give you the kind of recommendation that you want because you gave them a template. And so instead of starting from a blank canvas, they had the template to post to promote you. So generally, instead of getting the, Oh, thanks so much. um, you know, thanks so much, uh, Chris Jones, for the for the free product. You know, go and follow him. Instead, I could get a specific um, uh, post that I want. So, you know, first of all, hey, I just discovered this new product um, that helped me with with my X problem. Um, I never thought it could work. I was super skeptical when I when I um, when I got the box, um, but I've been using it for a week now, and I'm absolutely hooked. I don't even know how I live without it. Um, if you want to try it out. Here's a promo code that will get you 10% off. It expires tomorrow night. And um, definitely go follow, you know, XYZ account because they're always posting good content that 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 I find valuable to help solve X problem. Right. So that's the kind of post that's going to not only get you sales, but will also get you um will also get you uh, new followers as well. And it will basically virtually guarantee it, even if you're dealing with an influencer as a smaller account. Is all this making sense? I know it's a lot. I'm. It's like a drink from a fire hose. But um, does any of this make sense? Is it helpful?
0: Yeah, this is great, and I totally agree with the like almost just. You can do it in a very tactful way, writing the post for them basically. And I appreciate when people ask for reviews. For example, it's always like, eh, you know, maybe I'd do that. But to me, for me to sit down and type up even 500 words, I have to kind of you know grammar check it and kind of go through a few different revisions. Where, like you said, if you just give that to them. All of a sudden, if you're running late, you might literally just copy and paste it. And worst case, you might even just edit it. But at least you kind of leave in that, you know, the link at the end, your hashtag, whatever it is, you, you leave in those like main pieces and maybe you just kind of tweak it. Um, even like sponsors for the show, that sort of thing. Usually they send over, here's what we're thinking. And then you kind of go through and make it your own words. But at least you have, there's a starting place at least, versus just saying, eh, do what you want. Because that has...
1: Yeah. A lot of people assume that influencers want to have control because they're creative type of people. First of all, influence, or Instagram influencers typically aren't writers. Like generally speaking, they're not. And you would be shocked at how hard it is for someone who's not a writer to write a 500 word or even a 250 word caption that's actually effective at getting the result that you want. I, I wouldn't and be so, shocked because I'm actually I'm a that,
0: podcast and not a writer. So there you go. I would not be shocked at that. I know exactly what that's <laughs> there like. There you go. Yeah.
1: So So, so a lot of times people will be staring at the blank canvas. They're like, I don't even know what to say for this brand. And they actually feel super anxious about it. And so when you give them, Hey, here's a, here's a, here's three different templates that you can choose from that would, that we would be super happy with if you kind of followed the template and feel free to tweak it to your heart's content. Then it's actually a relief for influencers versus they think that you're taking, taking away control and having that kickoff document that lets them know exactly what's expected of them and what, what you can expect from us. Um, is super helpful and it helps systematize what before is usually like it's like most people the way that they do influencers is they share a couple of dms they fire off a free product that cost them like say 25 dollars shipped and then they never even check back to see if they per, you know the person posted or or whatever and so it ends up being um a huge money sink negative roi um, when it whereas if they just told the person what they expected and, um, you know, had them on a schedule and followed up with them effectively, you'd have gotten the post, it would have paid for itself, and it would have generated you a, a, a ton of new followers. So um, you have to get systematic about this approach or it won't work for you. But I do have some resources that make it a little easier. Yeah, I think getting that process and having that standard procedure where
0: we're going to hit this many per day and this is just what we do. And then maybe at first you're running through the process and then at some point you hire that, you know, have that VA help you with this as well. And once you have that process in place, it's very easy to just grow from there, right? And that's kind of the the basics of it. When, right. Absolutely. When you said ten thousand, um, so that's an important number in Instagram, right? What is, What is that mm-hmm. importance of that ten thousand? Because I think people, not
1: everyone. Well, knows that. it's when you it's when you get the uh, so up until ten thousand. So up until nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine followers on. Uh, Instagram it shows you the exact number of followers you have um, down to the single follower. So nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. After you roll over to ten thousand, you get the uh, much desired K behind your <laughs> behind your number. So it says ten K rather than you know ten thousand with the zeros. And uh, it's just like a it's like a simple same same way as like entrepreneurs like you and me. Our first milestone is always six figures, right? Isn't that like our first goal in business is just get to a six figure income? Um and then after that a seven figure income, right? Um so it holds this allure for anybody who's growing on Instagram, um, because it's social proof. It means you've arrived, it means that you're doing something smart, it means that you're that you've got something valuable on your hands. And really, is there a difference between an Instagram that has nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine followers and ten K? Not really, but when people see it, that's gonna allow you to grow a lot faster because they assume, oh, you know, everyone else is doing it, I might as well follow them too.
0: Well there's also that little um Magical unlock, and I think it does it happen at ten thousand? Where, yeah. So if you're a business account, it does. You are talking about the swipe up? Uh, the swipe up or the URL directly? Because you can't put a URL. Oh in the, yeah. In the true. You know, if you have five followers and you put a URL in the comments, it just looks like text. But at some point, it goes magically to an actual URL. Right. Is that okay? Is so when yeah, no, so how does if, that work?
1: So if you're a business guy, and I don't think that you can, and unless they've changed something recently, I don't think you can put a URL that will work in the text. Um, in the caption. But what you can do is you can link directly to a product in your in your photo. So you can tag a product that's in the photo and it will, if they click on it, it'll open your, your product page directly where they can check out. It is right. So it removes some of the friction and makes it easier to shop. And then if you want to send somebody to a specific URL, you can um, also do a swipe up in your stories. Um, and that's only if you're converted to a business account, which um, there's no reason not to convert to a business account. So as soon as Instagram invites you to do that, go ahead and make the switch and it unlocks some insights and some analytics that you didn't have before. But like uh, like you said, more importantly, you could do the swipe up or the link directly to products.
0: So is that just based on a business account or do you need a certain number of followers or do you need to be invited? Like when does that magic all happen?
1: Because it, so it's a game changer. I, back in the day, yeah, back in the day, um, it used to be like they would send you a notification that says, hey, please convert to a business. And it just was like, I'm sure it was based on some specific parameters but you had no control over it. Nowadays, I'm pretty sure that you can just set up a business like if you were to log into your you know your personal Charles Instagram account, I think you could convert it to a business account if you wanted to. Like I don't think that there's any any threshold. So you could just go to the settings and uh, I'm probably getting this wrong. P- people are probably listening to this and thinking that's not how you do it, you idiot. <laughs> but if you go to the if you go to the settings in in Instagram there should be a way that you can um, convert over to a business account. If,
0: if it's not the way, leave us a comment and let us know the way. But yeah, I, cause I, yeah, there's yeah, definitely is sure. something magical that happens. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's a business account or a certain number, but like that swipe up
1: and cause. The, okay, the, cool. So I, I just figured it out. Oh, you, want to, you want me to tell everybody the secret? Let's do it. Okay. So if you go to your own Instagram page um, and you're logged into it, then there's a big bar across the top that says edit profile you don't see this on other people's just your own page. So you hit edit edit profiles and then halfway down the page, there's a link that says get more tools. And that says, welcome to Instagram business tools. And it'll allow you to, um, to convert over to a business account and get all access to all the goodies that we were just talking about. So there was the magic in
0: 2019. Yeah. It's funny. This, (laughs) these things change so quickly that you need to, we need to caveat in 2019, um, 2019, right? Because, (laughs) you know, next year it'll be some different role. And last year was a different role, but now Yeah, you better
1: say June 2019. Yeah, yeah we'll add
0: the month as well um, as of this recording. So, all right, cool. So that's how you do that. And because without that, right, they can't really, if they don't have that, they can't really link to your product and do much of anything for you. All they can do is kind of just tag your profile until they
1: can really link out to your pro- products themselves. Yeah, so prior to that, you just have a link in your bio. So you get one URL that you can send people to in your bio. And you'd be surprised at how effective it can be to say, hey, link is in the bio, go click it it can drive a ton of traffic, but obviously it's a lot easier when you can just say swipe up or, or click directly on a product. Yeah, for sure. I've even talked to retailers who
0: they use that bio link when they're small and they sub out different products. So whatever they want to sell that month, it's like a, um, like a vanity link. And depending on what they want to push traffic to, they flip different products behind it. And so it doesn't go to their homepage. It goes very specific and whatever promotion of that day, that's where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. So content plan engagement, and then, basically working with others um, to try to grow your followers, kind of those three in that order, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think that, uh, yeah, that's super helpful. And I like that. It feels very, um, like you're saying, a system, right? Where if you just come in and just work the system, it just takes work, but you will get there. Like it will grow. It's almost guaranteed, basically. Um, so it not like it's a- 100% guaranteed, yeah. yeah. So like results may vary, but you will have results, right? It's kind of like going to the gym. We don't know when you'll get in good shape, But if you go and you run every day and lift weights, you'll get in better shape every day. Like it will get better. And this is kind of the same plan that you just go and just execute every day. It'll just, or every week, whatever it is, you will get better. Um, which I love. So it's something that you can just execute on and you will see results, which is awesome. Right. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, uh, that's a great place to wrap it. If you could send over those um, links, I definitely want to link to all those in the show notes. Um, I think people will find those super Absolutely. helpful. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'll add all those below. And yeah, if people want to follow you,
1: find more, figure out what you're working on, what can they do so? <laughs> I always hate this part of the podcast interview because like, you know, it's hilarious. I'm the Instagram guy. I'm going to tell you how many followers I have on Instagram.
0: <laughs> I did ask before the and show. What, yeah, there we go.
1: yeah. I have 198 personal followers on Instagram. And the last time that I posted was in... August of 2017. So I'm not very active on social media. If you want to read some stuff that I put out, um, it's at unoboy.com. If you want to email me and ask me a question, I'm totally game for it. It's chrisjones at gmail.com. I have the the OG Gmail address. Uh, So it's just chrisjones at gmail.com. And I'm always up for answering questions, but I'm not very active on social media unless I'm making money from some kind of brand that I'm promoting. (laughs) I like it. All right.
0: Awesome, Chris. Definitely link to that in the show notes. It was great chatting with you.
1: All right. See you, Charles.